1: and victors and crew, as they seek answers to these and other timeless questions, and serve Mount Olympus by safeguarding the path of mystic ascension. Welcome to the Pride of Olympus.
2: welcome to Pride of Olympus. I'm your producer and right now engineer, Hercules Invictus, and we're about to start the latest episode of the Magisterial Mission with Michael and Diane Duncan. Today their guests are Elisheva Herrera, um, John Lin, and I believe Nick Curto, if that is his number I recognize on my dashboard. Greetings and welcome everyone to Pride of Olympus.
3: Thank you. Good
2: thank you to be here. Oh, thank you. Greetings. Hello. Greetings. <laughs> Hi. Hello. So nice. Hello. It is great to have you all here, and uh, I'm going to uh, go back into the background and watch my console and uh, uh, have fun. I'm, listening for, I'm looking forward to listening to today's episode. Oh, thank, thank you, you
4: Hercules.
2: <laughs> well,
5: welcome, everyone. This is our uh, show, <laughs> The Magisterial Mission uh used to be called the sixth revelation but we 've uh, moved more into uh what is the uh mm-hmm. the heart of the magisterial mission yeah. and of course with that comes uh, the ten year plan of the local universe father and mother and then uh developing now um, is the worldwide religion of love yeah. to be uh to be introduced to the world in twenty 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 two Uh, by uh, Mother Venus and her consort, divine consort, uh, Gabriel, also known in the Greek as Hephaestus, Sanat Kumara in the Ascended Master literature. And we're told, and uh, maybe Elisheva might know a little bit about this, uh, we're told that uh, uh, also involved with this magisterial mission, bringing a new music to our Earth, to help uplift our Earth. Uh, none other than Apollo, uh, and also along with Apollo, we're told that uh, that Dionysus mm-hmm. and also Persephone will be involved in this new music. Well, we're so happy to be here. Thank you so much, Hercules, for uh, the opportunity to host this show. We have some wonderful new friends that we've met and cultivated a nice relationship with, and, of course, Nick, our wonderful friend from the Rancho book community. We have tonight, we have Elisheva Herrera, and we have Arjan Lynn, uh, and I mentioned Nick. We wanted to start our show off uh, with a lovely song that uh, we will invite Sheva to sing, and after Sheva sings... We'll kind of uh, go around and see what everyone is up to in their spiritual ministry, uh, as well as what everyone would like to see happen on our earth in this new year, this 2019. So, uh, why don't I introduce now, uh, Ellie Sheva? And Ellie Sheva, maybe you could uh, tell us a little bit about your song uh, and what you'd like to. Um, what you'd like to, to sing for us tonight To open our show
6: Okay thank you Michael um, yeah. is, is the volume okay here In this way
4: oh, Sounds alright Sounds, sounds
6: okay Okay So I will be singing A song in Hebrew called Shalom Alechem And it is a song Inviting the angels to come in Oh so that
4: is perfect
6: <laughs> Yes thank So you. it's people to you, angels of uh, angels of God, angels of peace, angels of song, um, and when we say God, we say, "The Holy One, blessed be He, um, and Master of the heavens." Yes. Beautiful. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, just please um, open up your hearts and. Even if you don't understand the language, know the intention behind it is love and inviting in the angel.
7: Shalom, <sighs> Shalom, Malahehelion. Malachim, Hakadosh Baruch Bar hu ni Malache I
1: <laughs>
7: can't
6: Pleasure and honor Thanks for having me
5: Well thank you for coming on tonight uh, <laughs> Ellie Sheva. we're so pleased to have you We we met you the one time before During our uh, celestial team meeting mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. before that We were uh, at The Heart Center uh, yes, The Heart Dennis Center Fisher. Representative Dennis Fisher Which uh-huh. was a real pleasure mm-hmm. yeah. It was wonderful <laughs> well, It's so wonderful to have you Elisheva And, and Arjan <laughs> is here Hello, Arjan. How are you doing?
8: Hello, Michael. How are you? I'm great. Thank you.
5: Well, that's fantastic. So glad to have you, Arjan. And I wanted to let you know that uh, we had a little bit of time before this radio program tonight to just kind of center ourselves and get ourselves into a nice, uh, relaxed state. And I wanted you to know that um, I was doing some breathing exercises, uh, the breathing exercises that you taught us mm-hmm. during our sacred sound journey, you know, both of our sacred sound journeys that, that I have attended, uh, where you breathe in four counts, you hold seven counts, and you exhale for eight. And I want you to know that that has absolutely changed my life, Arshon. <laughs> and that's great. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, what you do, Arjan, your your ministry and uh maybe a little bit of background about yourself?
8: Okay. Um yes. Um <laughs> well, it's a a, a story that <laughs> um started from well, it's hard to say where it started, but where it led me today is to provide sound healing, vibrational healing, to heal first myself. And that actually started 14 years ago um, when I was diagnosed with a fatal disease. And I uh, uh, rather than um, follow um, the doctor's suggestion of a radical surgery, I refused that and went into many, many modalities, holistic modalities, but settled into vibrational healing as the main modality, which has healed me, and I have recently, very recently, just two months ago, found out that I am completely in remission, completely healed. Oh, congratulations. Astra. Oh,
5: wonderful. Congratulations. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God.
4: That's the best thing you could ever have in your life to hear that news. It's just just amazing.
8: Um, It's a complete mind shift in in just um, attitude and where I go from here. Um, I was was for 14 years um, always working toward bringing in Whatever healing modality um, that was that I was directed to do as a way to stay alive, live another day, and be very very grateful and thankful for another day, and now the shift is pure gratitude certainly, <laughs> but, but as a healthy person that. Brings in healing modalities as a way to stay healthy, mm-hmm. and it's this is this is a huge change for me that I certainly was used to before, and now it's a full circle, and I'm back to that. And what I have found is that in in my sound healing um, work on myself, I recognized the power and found that it we really all need this vibrational healing. It is so powerful. It heals physically and mentally and emotionally and and uplifts us spiritually and it, it, it does so much for us individually and the planet. It lifts up the planet. Yes,
4: planet.
8: And I'm so honored to be here and on this planet and to help everyone to just stay away from the distractions and just really get into our authentic selves and heal as we're
4: supposed to do and live in love.
6: Oh. That
4: is so beautiful. Uh, Arshan, um, are you at your convention right now, or or uh, can you tell us what uh, is going on about that?
8: <laughs> Hi, Diane.
4: Um, actually,
8: um, I have decided to, I've been directed to pace myself. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. okay. <laughs> right, right. <laughs>
6: And get the the
8: the, the um, convention you're referring to is the NAM, um, the Music Convention in Anaheim, and it yeah. it, it started um, t- today and it goes through actually Sunday and actually into Monday. So it's going to be a long weekend, and I I've chosen to actually. Um, direct my energy to be here with um, you and Michael and Hercules Aww. and Eva tonight instead of, um, yes, because I, I, I really didn't know if I was going to find a quiet space, and I'll have plenty of time on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday to be Aww. surrounded with music and, and all new um, uh, Entries into the into instruments and I'm going to have a ball.
4: And well, now uh, <laughs> you you, uh, you mentioned that it was rather hard to get into that convention and that you felt <laughs> honored to be allowed to uh, and invited to come into it. So can you tell us a little bit about that?
5: Oh, and Arjan, are you uh, are you going to be presenting and are you going to be doing Sound Journey also uh, in that?
8: No, I'm no, I'm I'm going to have fun. This is this is <laughs> like playing in the sandbox. <laughs> right.
4: Well, well, we'll want to hear everything about it. Maybe um, you know you will grace us with coming back and telling us what happened. <laughs>
8: oh, I'd love to. Yes, <laughs> you know this is it, it's it it is very very difficult to get into into this to this conference. Um, convention, for whatever reason, they, that you, they want to know and get copies of, of everything
5: to make oh sure
8: that you're supposed to be there. In fact, I even tried to get my associate um, in as well, and yeah. they said, no, <laughs> you, oh my they have goodness! The same process, and it, uh-huh. it's Quite intense, so I'm I'm so happy to be going this year, and i Well, congratulations. To, <laughs> thank you, and I'd love I'd love to um, tell you all about it. um yeah. I'll, in fact, I'll take notes. <laughs>
4: good, good, because I'm sure everyone
6: will want to hear. Uh, are you going?
5: Are you going to the convention, Ellie Sheva?
6: Well, actually, no. I'm finding myself at a different conference. It was uh, quite spur of the moment, but I have. Um, I've borrowed somebody's hotel room. I'm at a conference called Divine Your Life. Oh. And <laughs> Divine Your Life. Oh, yeah. A, a friend of mine was speaking, Valerie, who Arjun knows.
0: Uh-huh.
7: and
6: I uh, had an extra ticket, so it was quite a spur of the moment. So, um, I'm meeting some wonderful people, and it's a, a leadership conference, and um the idea is the world needs your magnificence. So, uh uh-huh. So leaders who are ready to move on to the next level. And so, to
8: say, Ellie, I have some. That's certainly true. What's and I wanted to thank you for your beautiful song. As always, mm-hmm. you are so gifted yeah. with a beautiful thank you. voice thank and
4: you. Well, <laughs> but we're actually hoping, um, uh, Elie Shava, that you will grace us with another number at the end of the show. Are Are you planning Bye. on uh, doing that?
6: You know, I didn't have um, anything specific. If, if uh, you yeah. know, I was just going to read the energy of the call and see if oh, anything comes uh, whatever, whatever yeah. you try to do uh, will be just wonderful. Right. Yeah. And if nothing and, comes to mind, I can always drum us out too. <laughs> <laughs> I have my drum with me. Right. Thanks. <laughs> well, uh, can you, can
5: you, uh Elisheva, Can you, uh, before we get to Nick? Nick, are you there still?
3: <laughs> Oh, very much so, yes. I'm oh, enjoying this. That. Nick
5: is Nick is also a musician. Uh we're gonna hear uh, a lot about uh what you're doing, Nick. But I just wanted to ask Elisheva, um, if you could just uh, maybe just give us a little bit of background of yourself, Elisheva, but but in there could you tell us about your uh can you tell us about your app, your B tau Now app also? Um uh,
6: yeah. I'd love to tell you. So uh, I come from a very creative family, so I can't remember a time when I didn't sing. Um, And some years ago, I was using toning as a spiritual practice because throughout my spiritual studies, my metaphysical studies, I realized that everything I have created in my life has either been consciously, unconsciously, or through soul contract. Um, meaning, uh, you know, something decided upon by the divine that I needed to go through. So um, I could always release everything through sound. And so uh, after some months of having this as a spiritual practice, one day I saw the the sound waves um, as energy. You know, I saw the energy as sound waves, Mm -hmm. and they went forever, these sound waves. And, um, you know sometimes you get into a trance state after um after sound, or for me, it happens with drumming after ten minutes, I can get into alpha state, and then my I have a, a deeper vision, you know, my third eye gets activated, and I see things, so here I was seeing the sound waves, and so I had an idea what would happen if I had an intention of love with that sound oh. And so I mustered up all the love I could in my heart. Um, just thought about loving thoughts, people I loved. I was very much in love at the time, so it was pretty easy. Oh. And that, <laughs> <laughs> that makes it easy, doesn't it? <laughs> I understand that language, yeah. Oh. <laughs> so oh. I with this love, and all, I still saw the sound waves, but they became bright white light. And they dissipated the darkness in the way. And so I began cultivating uh, sound with intention. Um, and that's how it started. And the way I got, and then, you know, at the time I was singing for New Thought Churches and I was actually a music director at a New Thought Church. Oh. So I was, <laughs> yeah, I tried out, you know, I, I would sing my songs with this intention of love and have uh, profound results where people really, really, really felt the energy and they would shift because uh, it was a love vibration. And that's that's really what uh, gets us to transform is love, you know. Yes, and, um, yeah, that's the, the basis of all transformation is love. So, uh, And how that came about in the drumming is that um, I began drumming the I Ching about 20 years ago and a lot of people don't know that you can drum the I Ching. Some people don't know what the I Ching is. It's a system of transformation from the Tao Te Ching, uh, which is over 5,000 years old. It's from, from the Chinese. And it's a system that uses eight elements found in nature. So everyone can relate to it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's a divining system. Um, but what people don't know, it's it's the original yin and yang. It has yin and yang lines, yin being the feminine, yang being the masculine. And um, it's the original binary system. Actually, the first person who invented the computer based on the binary system studied the I Ching for years beforehand. Interesting. Um, yeah. And so uh, I was taught I Ching drumming by uh, a sound healer teacher, Tina Claire in Los Alta. And uh it was pretty new. It's it is still pretty new. Um it was uh started by um by a shaman up there in the Bay Area
9: hmm.
6: and um Mo Maxfield was her name. And she took I Ching drumming into hospitals and did oh, a lot of healing with it. Yes. So it you know, drumming is incredible in and of itself. There's a lot of healing properties there. Um People can heal things uh, without talking about them. It accesses memories, emotions, brings them forward, and helps people release. Um, and, you know, calms the person. Um, it has all kinds of physical, mo- emotional, mental benefit. But then you combine it with the intention behind the 5,000 years of the I Ching, and it becomes mm-hmm. a really powerful tool. Um, That's a wonderful. mm mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so this became a practice for me, and then one meet, one day, about five years ago, I was in meditation, and my guidance said, create an I Ching drumming app, <laughs> and I said, what? I, I didn't even have an, own an app at the time, I, <laughs> I didn't even have one on my phone, and not a lot of people know about the I Ching, much less, well, not a lot of people know you can drum it, and... um I just said, okay, God, I surrender. If you want me to do this, I'll say yes. I'll do it. And so people came in my life who could help with that. And uh, then... Um, you and I know, I
4: do I have know. an I Ching book. It's it's really thick. It's mm-hmm. probably about uh, four inches thick or five. So is that uh-huh. the one you have? It's a really old one. <laughs> Um, and uh, um, uh, but but I'll certainly um, I'm going to start getting into it again. Uh, well thank you, Elishava. And uh I I just wanted to let you know that uh that Nick is also um uh, not just a musician, but he is a composer. And uh, Nick, what, you what do you think about all this? <laughs> this this is amazing, isn't it? <laughs>
3: It, it is certainly amazing, and I have to say, I am so excited about all this going on, and in the music category alone, uh, just I just think, I'm just hearing this, and it's just like, whoa, get ready, because I think this an right. exciting thing coming, and that's very good, that's wonderful.
4: Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the Maitreya messages that we are getting is that uh, Maitreya is saying that a new music will be given to the world to help healing and promote well-being. And it sounds like that these ladies are already getting into that, and so are you, Nick.
3: <laughs> exactly, and that's really that, that really perked up my ears when I heard that, and uh, uh-huh. I'm really very excited about that. I mean, I can't wait. I really can't.
4: <laughs> and what uh, are you doing right now?
3: Well, what's going on? Um, there are six points I want to just quickly mention. Oh, um, please it's take different. your
4: time. We have lots of time.
3: Okay. Well, the first one is uh, for the study group. That's the Arantia Book Study Group that goes on the first and third Sunday of each month throughout the year at the Center uh, on West 13th Street here in New York City. We're going to uh, next month start part four of the Jesus Papers. And that is the entire life of Jesus, as you well know, with yeah. all the missing years. And that is, right. I have to say, that's my favorite part of the book because oh. it's just exquisite, beautifully written. <laughs> and you get, as you know, you get to really I know do. the people involved. So uh, that, that's going to be uh, wonderful. We start that next month. Oh. And um, uh, the other part is um, Paula Thompson from The Fellowship. Yeah. Uh, she right now is the chair of the, of the outreach, uh, which I I did not know that until recently, and Paula has just consented to be on my next podcast on February third.
4: Oh, <laughs> congratulations! Oh, how At wonderful! Let us write that down, February third. And what's your 3rd? time, Nick? Uh, n- 9, to Nine to ten. Oh, but oh, but Nine to
3: ten. that's your that That's uh, that, that's the New York time, right? So it's okay, got to be so what it'll three be hours. Six... Okay.
4: Oh, well, we'll sure sure be on the other end. Thank you for letting us
3: know. Oh, I I would do that. Uh, Oh, yeah. She's really, she's a unique, wonderful, loving person. Uh, I don't know anybody who doesn't think the world of Paula. So I was so happy when she said, yes, of course I'll do that. So (laughs) that's coming right up. Very excited about that. That's number two. Three Uh is, of course, I'm still working on my song called No More War. Right. And, you know, I think that that has to be one of the main projects this year for me because okay. there's so much warmongering going on. I mean, you just turn oh, on the news. No. Oh, you my. can't escape it. And it's it's really a sad, sad, uh, uh, what should I say, chapter when everyone is talking about the missiles and the, um, the pulse bombs. It goes on and on. So, anyway, enough of that. But I'm working on the, the song. The very, very affirmative, no more war. So that's going on. That's number three. And uh, number four is uh, I just came from the Quaker complex on East 13th Street. It's a, it's a beautiful, very old buildings of the Quaker complex with an old Quaker church that dates oh. way, way back. And they, they have every, I think it's every month, the nine eleven Truth Movement. With the lawyers who are going to go to court, they filed to go oh. to court with uh, new evidence that proves what, what the original story about what happened, the official government story of 9-11, really? and it doesn't include all the major things that the research has found out. So the lawyers are armed with the new research with proof, positive, of, what, of, of what's going on there, which will change the whole narrative. This is a very big deal. And yeah. um uh, uh, the head lawyer um just uh, consented to be on my podcast in, in the very, oh. very near. Future. <laughs> Aren't okay. you
5: lucky? Uh, you're a mover and awesome yeah. oh, uh, <laughs> Mr. So again,
3: you know, and he's a tremendous gentleman, um and he's he's well spoken and he knows his stuff. I was very impressed with him. So he's gonna be on uh, the podcast coming right up. That's number four. Number and then four. um also, they're not going to just uh, try to get uh, into the courts, um, the grand jury courts here in New York, but uh-huh. their long-range plans are to do that in Washington, D.C. Wow. and in other major cities because this is this is something that we all need to know more about.
0: Oh, of course.
3: You uh, need to get to the root of what really went on and who did yes. what. So, right. Anyhow, so that's number four. Number five mm-hmm. is uh, one of my guests earlier, a few months ago um, – was, I don't know if you heard Gordon Combs from Connecticut
4: oh. on the
3: uh, rancho, um, rancho Book with Nick. Gordon is a long-time yeah. Reader. yeah, we
4: did. We did. Remember? I,
3: he, remember I think that? We he, uh, I
4: we did. I heard a little bit of
3: it. He's 96 years old. Yeah, we yeah, did. We did.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we really, were out here in the kitchen, and we listened to it. <laughs>
3: yeah, he's he a think? very
4: interesting gentleman.
3: Uh-huh. Go ahead. Go ahead, yes. Nick.
2: Uh-huh.
3: And so so Gordon um had said to me recently he said Nick I've been talking to some of the clergy here in Stamford Connecticut and uh, nearabouts and I'm thinking that in the, in the spring would you like to invite the people who are in the Urantia Society of Greater New York if they would oh. like to Connecticut and have a meeting with the clergy here and just have an afternoon of talking about um our mutual interests.
8: Wow. I love that.
3: That's coming from, that's coming again from, um, God bless him, Gordon is amazing. I, he really yes, sets the yeah. bar. He really does. So so <laughs> that's, a, I just put that uh, on the table at the last society meeting last weekend. And
9: uh-huh. there was
3: some interest in So that's coming. I, I hope that oh. will happen. And then the last thing is number six, um, or at least last for now, and number six is in late June, in Chicago the fellowship's gonna have that big weekend they do once a year. And where is it? have you been to I'm sure you have been to that, have you?
5: Oh you mean the summer
4: study session? Yes. Uh-huh. Oh no, well, we've done workshops for the summer study session. Yeah, you
5: mean the okay, no one that's in not a... uh, Techni Towers?
3: Uh, I I'm not sure now where it's gonna be. I know it's okay. in Chicago. Oh okay. exactly near where... Chicago.
5: Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. we we yeah. have. We love it. It's wonderful. Yeah, so tell us about it, Nick. What's happening?
3: So, this is something that I'm thinking. Um, it looks like I'll be able to do that, and I'm hoping uh, that it, it will take, it will, I can do it. And that's in late June. So, that's on the, uh, the drawing board, just something to go to. Um, they've inv- oh, they've invited Hal, uh, my partner Hal, um,
9: oh, to,
3: a puppet, <laughs> to do a puppet performance. If he, want, if he comes to Chicago, they've asked uh-huh. him to do a puppet performance uh, as part of the entertainment. Oh, how so, um, precious! In fact, he doesn't even know that yet. I just, I haven't had a chance to talk to him about that. But they said that if he if he can come to Chicago, would he bring some of his puppet cedar with him? So, anyhow, that's, a kind <laughs> that's of fantastic. Thing.
5: Oh. And his name is Hal Rainbow.
3: Mr. Rainbow, that's right.
5: Yeah, yeah. We uh, we heard him uh, on one of your uh, one of your shows. We <laughs> heard yeah. Hal.
4: Uh-huh.
5: Yeah, right. and we'll, oh, we'll be sure, sure and hear
4: Paula too.
5: I'm sorry. Go ahead, Nick
3: so glad you did. Um, oh, I, I, I wait, I, I made a mistake here. I said February 3rd, and that is a oh. mistake. Paula Thompson, Paula Thompson is going to be uh, on the show Valentine's Night, which is February 14th. I'm sorry, oh. I made a mistake. Okay,
4: okay. so February
3: so,
4: 14th, 14th at 6, our
3: time.
4: Yeah. Okay. Oh, wonderful. I, I, we'll, we'll listen.
3: Right, the time is still the same, but February 14th, Valentine's Day. Well, listen, Day,
4: tell, her, tell her hello for us. <laughs> we haven't seen I her will. since. You know, 2014 when we uh, did the Massachusetts show. Yeah, she definitely
5: knows who we
3: are. Oh, I'm sure she Uh, does.
5: We're we're pushing the uh, push. (laughs) Go ahead.
3: I was just going to say that, you know, everyone just thinks the world of Paula, and she's been in the movement for many, many years. She knows the book backwards and forwards and sideways, and uh, she's a good person to run things by. Um, always, so. You know, so very, I don't know if
4: you know this, but she told me a little secret. She oh. said that she always wanted to be a minister.
3: That's not a surprise. I could see that easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: Well, because in, in the beginning, you know, when the uh, in the formation of the Urantia Brotherhood, uh, you know, alongside the formation of the Urantia Foundation, which was the main publisher uh right. before the Urantia papers, Urantia Book, uh the development of the Urantia Brotherhood, you know, Dr. Sadler was uh was trying to set up through the Urantia Brotherhood ministers and people that would go out and uh, you know, be teachers and leaders and ministers of the Urantia Book. You know, so there was something in there at the beginning that there was a you know, there was a vision for that, you know.
9: Yeah.
5: Um and maybe she picked up on that, you yeah, know. I, yeah. Um and I I know a lot of people throughout the throughout the Urantia community who at one time, uh, you know, wanted to be like a Urantia priest or a Urantia minister, a teacher, leader of some sort, you know. Um and they even during the times of Christy Emma Christensen they had uh, field representatives, you know, that would uh, that would represent the Urantia book and such. So, uh you know, maybe she can still do that. I, yeah. I, I, know Never still, too late. <laughs> I know she's still. I know she's still, you know, uh, I think uh, there's a new executive director, I believe. Isn't there the uh, yes. fellowship? Yes,
3: there is. Yep, yeah. absolutely. I can't think of the name now, but yes, there is. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, so maybe she uh, might look toward that. I, I don't know. But uh, but you're right, Nick. Uh, we saw her, I think it was in August of last year, uh, there was a funeral, a uh, memorial service. For uh, one of the one of the wives of uh, our uh, one of our Urantia Book leaders out here in Oh Urban. yes,
4: yes, we did see her then. That's right. Yeah.
5: Yes. Um, but we saw her at the summer study session when we did our uh, when workshop. we did our workshop uh-huh. in 2013. Paula attended our workshop and she was very very nice and we talked about our families and things like that. So so that is February 14th. 14th. Let me put Paula down. Uh-huh. At uh,
3: 6 Absolutely, and I I really can't wait for that. Um, also, uh, someone from uh, California, who you recently had on one of your podcasts, will be coming to New York next Tuesday. Do you know who that is? He's oh, singer. yes, of
4: course. <laughs> a and an <laughs> Exactly.
3: So there's going to be a reception for them in, in uh, New Jersey at uh, Bobby wow. and Steve Dyer. And we're going to do that from 4 o'clock on. It's and what? when is that? Uh, it's going to be Tuesday night, next Tuesday night.
4: Oh, next Tuesday night they're coming?
3: Yes, yes. they they're, they're, they're going to be, uh, we're going to do the reception uh, for them Tuesday night. And then I believe that the performance is going to be in Manhattan on Saturday. I'm not sure what time.
4: Yeah, but, you know, they told us that they would be uh, coming to see you. <laughs>
3: And there's a lot of excitement about that, and we're really looking forward to welcoming them to the Big Apple.
5: (laughs) Well, that's fantastic, you know. uh, And you were on the show too, Nick, uh, with us on. uh, It was it was December 27th. Yeah. And it was on our radio program with uh, Hercules (laughs) here and Ellie Sheva and Arjan. I just wanted to let you know that that Nick uh, Nick is the one that introduced us to Hercules, yeah. who is uh-huh. our producer here. Uh-huh. He's uh, hopefully still on the line. He's uh, our producer and our engineer for our show. Um, and he has, uh, Elisheva and Arjan, he has really uh, given us an incredible opportunity to, uh, to develop our uh, interfaith uh, activities. Um, He is, he can probably tell you a little bit about himself, but uh, we, you know, we have really good friends in Maitreya, Great Dow. uh, We're theosophists and Rosicrucians. Uh, I just, uh, in 2016, became an interfaith minister. So this, this radio program is a platform for interfaith and interfaith connections and talking about how we can all get together and make this world a better place. Um, I just wanted to ask, Hercules, are you there?
2: Uh, I'm here.
5: Okay. Hercules, I wanted to know if you could just maybe give us just a little bit of background about yourself and, uh, you know, just to to let Elishev and Arjan know what what you do.
2: Uh, I'm a mythic person living in a mythic world. And uh, I share my mythical journey and uh, share journeys that are mythic with other people. That's basically it. I'm very immersed in my mythology, and uh, I always seek for ways to uh, bring my mythology to life.
4: Um, One wonderful thing, Hercules, that you told us is uh, we had been told quite a while back in one of Maitreya's messages that he wanted every person to try and make their home. Into a temple, yes. and we heard that you said you were going to do that. <laughs> I,
2: I've already started doing that. We have we had our first uh, uh, get together a few weeks ago um, with uh, a Theurgy and Theosophy group I started uh, in Western New Jersey, and mm-hmm. uh, so this is uh, uh, separate from what we're doing uh, um, from that. And uh, we had people in our home, we shared a uh, meal, um, and uh, we dreamed of powerful dreams about uh, new things we can do in, in new ways uh, to, uh, um, again, apply the ancient uh, wisdom and uh, see if we can create a better world.
4: Um, Hercules, I want to tell you, we finally had our meeting with Athena last Saturday.
2: Fantastic. How did it go?
4: Uh, well, uh, we we want to talk about it when we have more time, maybe the next okay. time we have a program. But it was very interesting, and she's coming back on Sunday at two o'clock this Sunday. So uh, I just wanted to mention that to you that that will be what we'll want to talk about uh, when we uh, get together again.
2: That that is fantastic.
4: And uh... <laughs> um, uh, Arjan, are you there, dear? Oh, uh, definitely here. Very, very um, interesting. I, um, I just wanted I, to tell, tell everyone. All, um, oh, wait, hold on. Oh, oh, go, go
8: ahead. ahead. I'm right here. Okay. Uh,
4: okay. Yeah, I just wanted to tell everyone that uh, it was the most extraordinary thing that I had been walking by your house every day for the last six years. <laughs> and I didn't know it. <laughs> so I wanted everyone to know that I finally, when I found out where you lived, because, you know, we invited you over for a meeting, um, I got to see your magnificent living room with your um, wonderful bowls and your instruments. Could you tell our listeners a little bit about what you have in that room?
8: <laughs> oh, definitely. Um, we were ta- you were talking about creating a temple. I think my whole... Living room is a temple. I do yes. too. That's yes. why yes. I thought of that. It is they a temple. Yes. yes. Um, yeah. I, um, you know, with with my instruments that provide vibrational healing, um, I have wonderful Tibetan bowls, um, all sizes, and many. Most of them have been gifted to me um, oh. by my mentor and friend Ramana, who leads. Um, Pilgrimages to India, and oh, I know that Ellie Sheva can talk more about that.
4: Oh, um, I'd love to hear it.
8: Yes, cause, because she she was able to go and and be on one of the streets on those pilgrimages. But um, the the uh, Tibetan bowls are very personal, and they're they're different types of healing, um, and if they're. It's, they're so intricately made um, They're made by monks Over sometimes weeks and months And they're, what they're doing Is they're reciting mantras As they're pounding And making the bowls So there's multiple months oh, It takes multiple weeks and months To make one bowl So they're very, very special um, And healing The other types of bowls That I have are They're—it's the new generation of crystal singing bowls. They're known as gemstone crystal bowls, and these are the intention of each bowl is very clear, very direct. The sound is pure. It's beautiful, and they're amazing bowls. I'm actually getting quite addicted to them. (laughs) Oh, that's wonderful. Uh, yes, I just want
4: more. <laughs> it's an expensive. <laughs> yeah. so,
6: well, I, no, want El- I want to um, interrupt here. Arjun, yeah, I just uh,
4: wanted to know, to know if you could maybe tell us a little bit about what she was talking about um, there. It kind of got That's me interested and excited. Well, oh, yeah. Arjan
6: um, has all these bulls, and she has mentioned already how there's intention put in the bulls. And so I just wanted to point that out because that sounds, and sound with intention. But yeah. I would also like to say that Arjan is just a gifted gong avatar. I mean, she's yeah. a very gifted healer. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard many, and I've been, you know, in the presence of many, but she has just a rare gift. And you can tell this is not her first lifetime doing this.
4: Sure. Well, well, Michael has attended some of her sessions, and he oh, just yeah. came home feeling wonderful yeah arjan yeah. <laughs> uh
5: you know uh it was two two sacred sound journeys i went to right. um and I wanted to tell you that uh you know during during the first during the first sound journey um I was in the process of transforming my body mm-hmm. um i was uh i had we had a meeting we had a celestial meeting uh, and one of the one of the par- celestial participants of the celestial meeting was who we call uh, in the Urantia book uh, the Infinite Spirit. Um, we you know we've delved a little bit deeper into into the Urantia book to find that uh, um, at least in our our personal revelation that uh, there is and um, there is a, a male aspect. To the infinite Spirit, which is third person of Trinity, uh, that's called the Infinite Father Spirit, and he likes us to call him Father Fortuna. Uh, And then the female aspect is the Infinite Mother Spirit. Uh, She is she is a mother to a lot of ministering spirits throughout the local universe on a little bit lower level of creation. But uh, we had a we had a meeting with the with the Infinite Father Father Fortuna. And he gave me kind of a new plan, a new plan to get myself in shape physically and in tune for this work that we're doing and this future work that we're going to do. So during that first sacred sound journey, uh, my body was in a in a, a kind of a, a transitional state. And I want you to know that that first one really set me up for uh, you know for for taking that transition well uh, and for. Kind of calming my nervous system and uh, you know getting me getting me tuned, you know what I mean, and then the second one, arjan, the second one just totally transformed my life the The breathing exercises, the toning the 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 gongs uh, everything just really set me up, and I feel like i 'm ready you know I feel like my body uh, my psychology um, my emotional my emotional um, my connection with the gods is right there. It's, it's everywhere I want to be right now to do this work. So you were instrumental in that, and I thank you. And if you can, tell us a little bit about the gongs.
8: Absolutely. You know, it, it is so wonderful to hear um, your experience. And part of what brings me the, mo- the most joy is to hear the stories about how people who you know have been participating in in the um, in the sacred sound journey event how it has changed their lives and what happens is that it's every time is completely different because sound has consciousness and sound knows where to go within us to heal it knows what we need we don't have to direct it and once we we have that release or breakthrough at that session the work is done we did the work and it won't happen again and so it's always different and it's always revealing and it's it's thank you for sharing that um the gongs that 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 have come to me and they're all very very special these are all very high end instruments and it's just an honor to be able to to play them, I, I my my favorite gongs. I have wind gongs and chow gongs, but my favorite are planetary gongs, which are t- these oh. are these are tuned uh, directly to each of our planets in the solar
4: system. Oh, Arjan, yeah. I love that. <laughs> oh, it's amazing.
8: So one, one one of one of the gongs is um, Mars, and Mars is uh-huh. an interesting. Um, because it is the gong, it is the gong of passion. It's a very powerful vibration. This is the male energy. But what oh. it does for all of us is it stimulates the strength of will, and it gives us a focused energy and passion and desire. Um, there's nothing like the energy of Mars. It gets well, us going. It, um, it, it, it,
4: it, go ahead No, I, I just wanted to say that I just can't uh, help but tell you That we just had this meeting With Athena on Saturday And that was a big part of her um, uh, Talk with us Was about Mars <laughs> So I'll be doing that next time But this is such a coincidence I just had to break in and tell you <laughs> Oh, it's,
8: yes, it's all related It's amazing And, you know, it it real, Mars just motivates action uh uh-huh. It brings out our decision-making ability. It gives us courage. It strengthens yeah. our sexual nature. It, it it enhances our self-esteem, but it creates the drive to self-mastery.
9: And oh it, sure.
8: Yeah, it is almost that we are we are we cannot control the power of Mars. It is such a strong masculine presence. And then I usually love to bring as. As a compliment, Chiron now Chiron is not really officially a planet, but it's an important enough asteroid that that tasty created a Chiron gong now Chiron okay it, it, this is the gong of initiation it is it is the the gong um, that helps us access our deepest wounds so we may move forward. With strength and compassion,
1: wonderful,
8: and wonderful, to achieve our true destiny. Chiron is known as the wounded healer, and it's it is the primary gong for personal transformation initiation. It it's it's the gong player's gong. Oh, and, thank
5: uh, you. Um, you 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 transformed me.
6: I
8: just want to. say. That. <laughs> um, yeah.
5: Sheva, did you did you want to read something, Elisheva? Sheva?
6: Oh, well, I, I did want to share that next uh, Thursday on the 31st, I will be with Dennis Fisher, and I have um, a live. I'm going to be doing something live on sound and intention. Oh. And I'll okay. be presenting With, with Dennis, with the Heart
4: heaven. Center. Um, how
6: wonderful. org, yeah, at the Temple of Clarity. So I'll be uh, presenting my heart moves which is a system of transformation using the I Ching drumming, a very specific system um, uh, that has been um, given to me. You know, it's channeled information, and I go through all of the elements in the I Ching in a very specific order um, for visioning, for letting go and of the old and embodying a new vision. Um, and so I'll be doing that at the uh, Temple of Clarity Temple at Christ, right? Now, is this something that we yes. could attend, or? Yes, you can attend absolutely, and it's at seven thirty at Denison's, and um, you could attend it uh, in person, or uh, there will be a live feed as well.
5: Oh, a live so, feed, and will it be? Uh, it'll, mm-hmm. He'll probably put that on YouTube uh, at some point, probably too, right?
6: I'm sure he will. Yeah.
4: Now, is okay. this? Did you say the thirty first?
6: Yes. Oh, 30
4: the 31st of January. Okay, at 7:30. Mm-hmm. So uh, at yes. Dennis's house.
6: Yes. So well, we'll not try and we'll try and come. Do you think 30. there'd be room yes. for us? Oh, I'm sure there will be. Sure. Mm-hmm.
4: Well, that sounds exciting. Well, thank you so much yeah. for sharing that with us.
6: Sure.
5: Now, I just wanted mm-hmm. to uh, just very quickly, if we could just kind of go around and. Uh, just talk maybe a little bit about maybe what you have all envisioned about uh, the new year. Uh, just very quickly, uh, what you would like to see happen uh, for our Earth, make like, uh, this a better place to live for us and for the future, uh, future inhabitants of Earth. How about you, Nick? Can you tell us?
3: You bet. And the word is peace <laughs> because peace, peace oh. is everything. We have. Because Peace is love. And peace is sharing worldwide. And if there's anything this world needs right now, it's love and peace, never more than right now. So that's the key word, peace.
4: Oh, thank you. Thank you, Nick. Uh, What about you, Arjan? Yes, I'd love to share that.
8: May I also say what is just coming up um, that you might be interested
4: in? Definitely, definitely.
8: Thank you. Um, Around the full moon on the 22nd, I'll be at Awakenings um, in Laguna Hills with my sacred sound journey and the gongs and bowls and singing and toning and mantras and just a beautiful meditative experience. Um, And I am setting my calendar for other events, collaborating with other healers and musicians, um, but I'm also going to be providing a sound healing experience at uh, the, it's a, a conference called the Portal to Ascension, and it's again this year at the Atrium Hotel in Irvine, and this oh, is wonderful. about providing awareness to um, ignite a, a, a paradigm shift on earth, and oh. basically uncovering the truth to our existence, who we are, and where did we come from, um, <laughs> Yeah. And next weekend, um, we're providing sound at a special event at the Sawdust Festival in Laguna Beach. Oh, love how the fun. Sawdust. Oh, that's yeah. so nice. You can go to this, is wonderful. This is, it's called the Sacred Tibetan Arts Tour, and okay. where the Dripun um, Gomans monks, monks for a week. Will be providing. Uh, Will be creating a beautiful and intricate sand mandala.
4: Oh, um, I've seen those done. Um, yes, um, mm-hmm. the
8: white Terra mandala.
4: Mm-hmm. Um,
8: so there's a lot going on, and I'm oh, just so excited for the new year. Um, and what I I'm with you, Nick. Um, there's no time like this that we yeah. really. Need unity and peace and acceptance and tolerance for everyone, inclusion for everyone, and um, love as the universal religion. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. There you go. My, that's right. My experience with connecting with Source, um, God, God is just so accepting of of love, and that's the love that God wants us to that's really. That. Have in
5: sure. our hearts. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And how about you,
6: uh, How about you, uh, Elisheva? I say yes to all that Nick and Arjan say. And I also say that I would love to see people going into their hearts and living in their heart spaces because that's how you access love and peace and that's how you access God and your intuition and your higher self. It all starts from living from the heart. And so if we could all do that, then the whole world would be more at peace because once you can access that, there's nothing else you need. There's no need to make war. There's no need to oppose anybody. We have all that we need do when we go into the heart. Okay.
5: Uh-huh.
6: And Thank and so you so much.
5: Thank you, Elisheva. And Hercules, how about you? Do you have any ideas?
2: Um, I think I'm going to be devoting my time to uh, creating uh, platforms uh, so that uh, people can uh, communicate and get their word out to a a wider circle of uh, people. So uh, that seems to be uh, uh, something that is needed and appreciated. So I'm going to pour more time and energy to that.
5: Well, thank you, Hercules. That is very gracious of you for this earth. Mm -hmm. All of your time and energy.
3: Uh, I have uh, one word to describe uh, Hercules, if I may. Yeah, go for it, I have Nick. one word that I would think would describe Hercules, and that word is visionary.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh yes. Hey, uh, you brought us all together tonight, Hercules.
2: Yeah. And you all, and you, you're all here, and you're all getting. Uh... Uh, positive messages out uh, Encouraging messages Inspiring messages Empowering messages So uh, it, it's, a, it's a great Great uh, thing And uh, thank you for inviting me Into the conversation a couple of times uh, I enjoyed listening to it And I learned uh, from all of you Individually and collectively So thank you, well,
5: thank, you thank you, Hercules And we probably need fun. to have Some contact information From uh, all of our friends here uh, Websites and uh, and ways that they can access the events you're involved in. Uh, how about you, Arjan?
4: Yes. Um,
8: my my website is sacredsoundjourney.com, and I am, you can find all of my information. My email address is arjan at sacredsoundjourney.com, and my Facebook, um, you, can, you can find me at Sound Journey. Also at Sacred Sound Journey, but... <laughs> I'm pretty easy to find.
5: Thank you. What a pleasure to have you on tonight, <laughs> oh, Arjun. It's,
8: it's an honor.
6: Thank you so much.
5: Thanks. Yeah. And Sheva, how about you?
6: Yes, my website is happypeoplehappyplanet.com. And you can find me on Facebook at Happy People, Happy Planet. And I also have a Shopify account with uh, rhythms for, for ascension, rhythms for making you happy, and pretty soon to be the heart moves with chakra clearing uh drumming sequences.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and your uh,
6: can, app. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the mm-hmm. app is called Be mm-hmm. Now, Eaching Drumming for Triumphant Living. You can find that at beDowNow dot com or the Apple App Store. Um, and you can email me at happypeople happy planet at gmail dot com.
5: <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Thank you tonight for coming on Alicia Sheva.
6: Oh my pleasure.
5: Thanks. And how about you, Nick? Tell us about uh, your busy, busy guy. So tell us about all the wonderful things you're doing.
3: Well, Kate okay, for uh, contact, um, Facebook would just simply be Nick, N-I-C-K, Curto, C-U-R-T-O. That will get right to my Facebook, and they can leave messages there. Um, don't forget the Urantia uh, website, which is dot org and they can read the rancher book online or listen to it. And that's quite an experience, so totally suggest that. And for the disclosure, uh, that's also, we have 9-11 coming up. We have a lot of things going on. That would be dnny.info. So for Disclosure Network New York, it's dnny.info. That will tell them about their next meetings and, and what we're going to be doing in the future.
5: Well, that's fantastic. Thank you, Nick. And I just wanted to tell everyone that we have a YouTube channel. It's Michael and Diane Duncan, that's M I C H A E L, A N D, D I A N N E, Duncan, D-U-N-K-I-N. We have about 53 videos now with team, we have celestial team meetings, uh, wonderful interviews with Hercules. We have celestial gatherings, and soon to be up, Soon to be up is a wonderful, uh, a wonderful celestial gathering we had on January 1st, 2019. We had uh, Lord Maitreya gave us his 23rd message, and he talked about some of the the ways he will be utilizing uh, physical bodies in uh, in his ministry.
9: Uh,
5: oh, and his his main message, his main 23rd message for us and for the world was to live more frugally so we can share more with everyone. And Ceres, also known as Demeter or Demeter in the Greek, she, she uh, implores us to uh, eat more simply, cause less waste, less waste for the planet. Eat more simply, good whole foods, nutritious foods. Take out some of the processed stuff and the processed packaging uh, to get us more streamlined. Uh, as a as a civilization, so um, and so visit our, our uh, visit our YouTube channel, guys. A lot of good stuff there. And our um, if you want to contact us personally, it's Michael Duncan one at hotmail dot com. And Hercules, did you want to uh, give any information or say anything?
2: I just wanted again to thank everybody. You were all awesome to our new guests. You are welcome uh, back. Uh, Whenever you have something that you'd like uh, to share and uh, I have your emails, I posted all your information on uh, Facebook uh, uh, promoting uh, tonight's uh, show and uh, please feel free to let me know what you're doing and I'll gladly uh, share that uh, on my timeline. There's around 5,000 people uh, hanging out there and many of them are interested in uh, uh, metaphysics and in uh, ascension, Uh, so I'd be glad to share what you're
1: doing.
5: Oh, well, thank you so much, Hercules, for your graciousness.
4: Thank you, Arjan. Thank you, so thank you, so Elisheva. Thank, thank you, Nicholas. Elizabeth. And thank there you, you Hercules. <laughs> and thank right. you. <laughs> right.
3: we well, you. All right. God bless you all. Thank you so <laughs> much.
2: <laughs> We're going to thank listen to Bone Coats Orchestras Evolved, and then we'll be back with our second guest for tonight, Hugh Trolson. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Hercules Invictus, and our next guest is Hugh Trollson, an amazing man who is a synchronistic mystic. Greetings and welcome back, Hugh. How are you today?
10: Wonderful. Thank you so much for bringing me on tonight, Hercules. I want to devote this time for this particular show to an incident that's going global, virally, and it relates to the... uh, Situation in Washington, D.C., with the uh, Catholic high school boys uh, disrespecting the indigenous gentleman and also a Vietnam era veteran from the Marines, I understand, uh, Nathan Phillips. And uh, Mm I want to start by just letting people know there's a big website. Uh, I've had quite a bizarre life. And uh, I'm (laughs) functioning (laughs) Well bizarre When you go on all the pages on the website (laughs) But I like to bring things to the most simplest basic way of understanding So that we can truly resonate with who each of us are Even though we may have different fingerprints And different Uh skin colors and ethnicities We all seem to bleed the same way. That color is red. Right. So when I see the green blood, I guess we got the ETs landing here. Uh, (laughs) But either way, let's start at the most simplest basic understanding that we all came from spirit. Right. And as we take our breath, we don't do that. Somehow we've been blessed to take that breath by what? I call God uh, and other people may call it other things but it's the love that created us and that's what we're looking to resonate with to have a peaceful life on the planet and to be solution oriented because otherwise we'll keep repeating history we may have blown up the planet already in the past but I guess Mm -hmm. a lot of the people look back in ancient history of Determine that to some degree So are we going to do it again We certainly have the firepower to do it uh, I but, hope uh, not. <laughs> Well either way I'm, uh, I've had again A near death experience Which probably opens me up more To what the possibilities Are to stop that But again I'm one person I speak from my heart Whether you agree with me or not is your choice But all I want to do is open you up to the fact that if you develop a personal heart-to-God connection and ask God to guide you for whatever mission it is that you mm-hmm. agreed to or incarnating, you may never know what that is, but at least you're opening the door in a positive way to look to do the right thing.
1: And am a should believer. always
10: Yeah, that should always be based on unconditional love and spirituality, not Religion, any religion that is not leading you to that personal heart-to-God relationship is a third-party manipulator, and any religion that tells you to kill someone is not a religion at all. That's a terrorist organization. And that's where I want to come to the event in Washington in a minute, but I just want to say there's a lot of wisdom that has been passed down orally by the indigenous people. And we have to start paying more attention to that, because as we learn to develop new technologies, we can clean up the horrible pollution on this planet that we've done to it. And I've said, too, that uh, when people look at all the disasters around the world, I say, look, Mother Nature is acting crazy because we're crazy. When we get it right, she'll get it right. So let's think about things along those lines, too. And I'll interject uh, One bit of wisdom that I heard I don't know where it came from There was an indigenous woman Speaking to a a White man saying There are two wars raging in a man's heart One is love The other is hate And the man asked the indigenous woman Well which one wins She said the one that you Give the most attention to
2: (laughs) Wise words
10: (laughs) There you go And I learned from a Dale Carnegie course years ago something that I contemplate quite often every day is a new life to a wise man. So if you're addicted, yeah, if you're addicted or you have some kind of problem, you can change it. But that's where you need that extra grace and help from the spirituality by developing that heart to God connection correctly. And I always say, nature is God's classroom, too. Now, Related to the incident, I don't know, and I think they need a lot more attention from what I'm understanding. And again, I'm not an armchair quarterback. What I'm doing is dissecting what I'm aware of and looking to bring it back to the personal responsibility of all three parties they're involved. The, uh, what is it, the black uh,
1: The Hebrew, Hebrew Israelites?
10: Israelites. Uh, I don't know if they had a Permit or what they were doing there But they were the ones evidently That started the whole Agitation of this whole thing And from what I'm understanding There's some kind of a secret Religious group that They feel that they're God's chosen people Well everybody on this Planet is God's chosen people
2: I'm sorry? uh, That whole circumstance uh, From the moment I first became Aware of it with that uh, short clip Of the uh, uh, young man in the uh, MAGA hat um, kind of like smirking and looking at the American Indian elder, uh, I thought I was looking at one thing. But since that time, uh, more tape and more angles of the incident and the incident from uh, different distances as recorded on devices uh, makes it very difficult to, to look at. Uh, and, and figure out what exactly is going on and what precipitated what. Because uh, um, the, um, um, the uh, Israelites, uh, I am aware of them for many years. When I had my show in New York, I had a fringe television show. Um, I used to walk around uh, New York City in my barbaric splendor. You know, so I had a sword, I had uh, fur that I was wearing and so forth. So they used to uh, pick on me all the time. Uh, and they claim that uh, uh, Caucasians uh, were uh, demons. So whenever I'd walk around in my primitive garb, they would say, "See, he knows he's a demon. He's showing you he's a demon." So they they pick on people as people, you know, walk by. And they have a cable show in New York, or they had a cable show in New York uh, on public access. And uh, I've been on several of their shows where they, you know, accused me of all sorts of uh, things, you know. Um, So I I know that they're very provocative, you know, from personal uh, experience. Um, But some of the films show some of the young men in the MAGA hats making comments to them before they started getting inflamed and attacking them verbally. Uh so it's hard to tell exactly what you're looking at even with the American Indian uh, elder uh a, a camera close to and from another angle from what we saw initially on the news uh some of somebody in his uh group uh, uh a native american said insulting things to the <laughs> to the kids in the in the maga hats. So well, my, it wasn't well, It wasn't as simple as it seemed initially, and uh, depending on which camera you're looking from and how close the camera was to what was actually going on, you got different impressions uh, of what actually happened. So uh, the more I've seen, the less I know about what actually happened there.
10: Well, that's why I want to simplify it. I'm not going to armchair quarterback this. I'm going to bring personal responsibility to each one of those groups. So, again evidently the uh, Catholic students had a permit for their uh, being there and the indigenous people had a permit for them being there. I don't know if these black uh, Hebrew Israelites had a permit or if they They were paid to come there or whatever. That's what, that's what I want to focus on for just a minute with this. And I think the words coming out of their mouth were uh, curse words at times or whatever. Uh, And they're hostile. Uh, This is not a love-based religion or whatever it is. And again, if they think they're God's chosen people, as some religious organizations do say, in the Jewish faith or whatever, that doesn't make you better than me. Uh, That makes you. You should have more love and compassion and show the way as Jesus Christ did. He's the one that gave the example to me, and so I want this. Uh, organization. They may be militant, and I I don't know. I mean, I've come on shows, and they say, oh, this guy's all wubby-dubby and this and that, whatever. I said, I had nothing to do with slavery. I had nothing to do with the genociding of the indigenous people. I wasn't here for any of that. So I guess if you want to hang me 50 times, chop up my body and spit on it, then I'll just begin to learn what it's all about to be you. No. Right. If I'm extending my empathy and compassion for you and you're not going to accept that, when are you going to accept it? Because I'm a I was in survival and I've said this. If I was the greatest survivalist on the planet and I killed everybody on the planet, what a wonderful human being. I gotta pat myself on the back to killing everybody. What a great guy. And then all of a sudden, an extraterrestrial comes along, takes a look at me, doesn't like the way I look, and takes me out. What did I really accomplish? So yeah. understand, again, we all came from spirit. Now, I have run into some people that they say they're God. I said, beautiful. Tell me how you created yourself. You'll entertain me for about a half a second. So the other thing is, we're going to go back into spirit 100 years is like the blink of an eye in terms of eternity again what is the focus what is the purpose of your life i think simply it's that we incarnate and i don't know about reincarnation i think we do reincarnate to keep coming back to learn lessons of unconditional love and to raise the consciousness each time we come back to the point that maybe that's what's going on right now in the end times, that uh, uh, we have an opportunity with all the technologies in place to stop repeating history, to stop fighting with one another. Nobody ever wins an argument. So if I think I'm going to win the argument by killing you, Hercules, I think the authorities are going to put me in jail. Did I really win?
2: Interesting question.
10: Right. So <laughs> that's the point. Where 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 are you putting out the love and where are you showing the example with solutions instead of wasting time arguing and then putting a strain on our already overstrained police forces that have to monitor this whole thing. These guys may be getting overtime but they're certainly not enjoying because any time an, a riot could erupt and then that's total chaos for everybody. That's what the global elites are hoping for, but I hope, again, through this show that everybody listening will put it out to their networks and bring it to every media opportunity that can listen to the simple basic things on what can be done to bring it back to stop the chaos and give respect and take personal responsibility uh, for uh, and the communities around the whole world. Now, so that's it on the black uh Hebrew Israelites. I don't know about them. I don't need to know about them, but I do need people to investigate who they are and what part they played in this so that could be seen. Now, I want to bring it over to the uh, Covington High School Catholic boys.
0: Okay. Uh,
10: I did pick up a quote from an article from this uh, uh, student uh, whatever his name is, uh, Sandman or something, His quote was that he had every right to step in front of that indigenous person, Nathan Phillips. What the hell is he talking about? That makes absolutely no sense at all because it is his right to express his opinion. If He he is so lucky that that Vietnam-era veteran was not a Vietnam combat veteran. Because he, stood, he created the incident right there. He said himself, he, it was his right to get in front of that indigenous person. So that, he blocked the path of that indigenous person that was just trying to leave peacefully and started the whole thing with his smirking and stuff there. Uh-huh. Uh If that was a combat Vietnam veteran, that guy might be dead already. So he better count his blessings in that respect. I was raised Catholic. I went to a Catholic boarding school.
9: Mm-hmm.
10: From my fifth grade in grammar school through my junior and high school, I saw sexual abuse firsthand and experienced it to some degree. I want to bring you to the Twitter page that I have to scroll down to the date of January okay. 20th, where I have Pope Francis proclaimed a saint of somebody who slaughtered thousands of indigenous people. And this is known throughout the history of the Catholic Church. And again,
2: why was the person uh, made a saint? What virtue did they possess? uh, Well, you'll uh, have to ask about that.
10: I mean, they have all these doctrines and beliefs that they create. Uh, I have a good friend that has three doctorates. I'll mention him now because I want to mention him again later. Uh, Dr. Ed Maloney, M O L O N E Y, and he has a website attractingabetterlife.com. He has three doctorates. He's a clinical psychologist for over 40 years. He has a doctorate in religion, a doctorate in theology, a Bible expert, an expert in law of attraction. That's the tip of the iceberg of what he's all about. And it turns out this is how synchronistic my life is. I first Uh came into contact with him through his blog talk show, Focus Change with Dr. Ed, based on the law of attraction back in 2011. After about a year of conversations with him, it turns out he was in the same high school. I was a boarding student. He was a day student. Our paths didn't cross back then, but they've come together now. And here's the beauty of the Catholic Church, too. They have all these mind games that they play with people. Uh, They say there's a purgatory. There is no purgatory. That's an invention of the Catholic Church. My father was Lutheran, and he had fun with me. He took me out to uh, say on a Friday To a diner for lunch have Whatever you like I get a ham and cheese sandwich He waits for me to take the first bite As it's going down He said you know You can't meet on eat, meet on Friday You just committed a sin But I'll sell you dispensation For your allowance money <laughs> He was just kidding me But that's
1: uh, the, yeah. <laughs> the, idiocy,
10: the idiocy of the control Also it, even the Catholics Have admitted certain factions That uh, I'm talking about The Roman Catholic Church That's the one that's the evil one right now. This Pope Francis and the Jesuits are the military arm of the Catholic Church. And all they do is keep apologizing and they keep repeating the same stuff uh, and not taking the action of putting the pedophile priests in jail where they belong and compensating the victims properly. So there's, somebody should get down in the bowels underneath that Vatican City and see all the stuff down there. There's probably a lot of satanic things down there. But anyway, uh, the point is that, that we have to understand that religions have a lot of good people in them. Uh huh. Yeah, I, I think almost all religions. I guess all religions are man-made. So take a good look at what you're following and. Again, if they're not bringing you to a personal heart-to-God relationship, they're manipulating you. And there are other things that are manipulating you that you better wake up to, too. I say there's four things, religion, big government, mainstream media, and big business. So take a look in the mirror and ask yourself who you are. I mean, you have to be manipulated to a degree if you have to have a job and put food on the table or whatever. I've worked... Hundred-hour weeks. I know what it's like, and uh, I did whatever I had to do. I'm not proud if I had to do low-level jobs to do honest work and not do. We, 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 we all have, we, we,
2: I'm we, sorry. Most of us. Uh, most of us have been there. Uh, um, I when I first started my work life, uh, it was. Uh, um, supermarkets, grocery stores, and uh, uh, food uh, preparation places. So, yeah, you know, we all start uh, somewhere uh, on our journey, and, uh, um, you know, everyone has to do what they have to do you know, to support uh, their family and to live in this world where there are powerful forces like uh, governments and religions and business, um, basically impacting uh, our, the, the lives that we live. So, uh, but the, the
10: government is a direct reflection of us. So we're putting crooks and con artists into office, and not taking the responsibility for doing that. Uh, I, again, on the big website, you'll see a lot of interesting information, including a front-page Wall Street Journal article from 1983 that I was written up and it triggered an investigation that eventually, <clears throat> excuse me, caused the. Resignation of Jim Wright from Speaker of the House in Shame, the third highest office in the country. And it wasn't fake news. It was all done on facts. And that's what oh, people yeah. are resonating with sound bites and accepting that without looking hard at hard facts. There was a document that triggered the whole thing. The guy that wrote the uh, note to me denied that he ever sent it until it was presented to him. And through handwriting analysis, it would have definitely proven it was him. So he admitted he lied. Another thing in the article was pointed out. He actually came up and visited me. I had him attend a workers' comp hearing that I was having. And they did a, a, took an inventory of who was in the room. He said he was representing me as my attorney. Uh, the hearing record picked it up. He denied it. He was guilty of a misdemeanor just from that. So... Uh, These people with opinions and talking heads all over the place, they're not giving you the facts. You have to do your own investigation. If the courts are are based on facts, then let's clean up the court system. The corruption is rampant and everything. So it's only going to get worse unless people, uh, and I don't like politics, but I've been entangled with it all my life. So, again, I have letters from, uh, I have a letter from President Trump. I have a letter from from President Obama to me. I have letters from other uh, people, uh, letters uh, uh, to a point or uh, uh, something, if you can get that kind of response, but you have to be creative to elicit it, and it's usually. Uh, something pretty general They don't want to get into specifics They just want to get the attention Back focused on them uh, But anyway now, I'm,
2: You you have a synchronistic life As you pointed out And uh, you've been called a synchronistic um, And uh, one of the synchronicities Is uh, with uh, President Trump In addition to the letter That you just uh, mentioned Your family uh, um, provided uh, Refrigeration units uh, For uh Uh, Trump's uh, business ventures, and you've had other synchronistic uh, uh, type of experiences as well. What do you see as the purpose for that? I've always seen synchronicities as uh, invitations to look in the mirror and learn. Uh, yeah, that's how I view the synchronicities in my life That's how you
10: should uh, view it That's exactly right That's a perfect description Because there are good and bad synchronicities So you have to use discernment But it is to open up your mind To look at things and not dismiss it As just a coincidence Uh, So, uh, yeah, I keep pulling them up from my past, and I discuss it in different interviews or whatever. I have a a real big one that I'll give you on the media review page, and what you were alluding to, the letter from President Trump, if you just Google three words, it'll bring you right to this big website. I think you might have it posted. My last name, Trollsen, T-R-A-U-L-S-E-N, the next word, and A-N-D, and then Trump, T-R-U-M-P. And uh, Trollsen Refrigerators, is my heritage. My father was the founder of the company. They're in military installations all around the world. They're in hotels, hospitals, schools, restaurants. Trump has them in his hotels and other venues. And they're even in the White House kitchen. So that's part of my heritage. Uh, I was born into that. He might call me a silver spooner or whatever. Uh, And then my mother was a supermodel. And she actually, I believe, got the funding for my father to start the company you got a break going
2: no it's uh, I'm trying to hold on okay there we go okay uh, no it's uh, on blog talk radio sometimes the um, the um, um, keyboard will disconnect and uh, the only way to get back in the system is through the phone so I keep a phone next to me And uh, I, I technically, I don't know how to shut it off, <laughs> other than by turning it off. But if someone calls it, uh, it goes on. So uh, uh, forgive okay. uh, the intrusion; uh, it was accidental.
10: Yeah. I, uh, again, I appreciate yeah. being on, but I want to go back to focusing really on what's so important with the
9: okay. further
10: going down the rabbit hole. With the, I, I would like this. Uh, these Catholic schoolboys to really look at a full documentary movie uh, that is free on YouTube. It's called red cry and see the beautiful job that this country has done by taking the land away from all these indigenous people that were here before we came over and decided, well, uh, you have this, we're going to take it away from me because we got the firepower and uh, they got these people down to the minimum now where they got them on uh, these sovereign they're supposed to be sovereign states these reservations are to me like concentration camp reservations these people are starving and uh, they don't have uh, the, the very basics and they they're addicted because of all the stuff that, that they've been through to alcohol and drugs and the uh, children uh, are being taken away from them still and put into foster care. So all their beautiful heritage is going by the wayside. So again, uh, if that those Catholic boys went out to the reservation, especially the Pine Ridge in the Indian reservation out in South South Dakota, this would be a great time of year to go there. It's absolutely uh-huh. freezing cold, and they don't have the money for heat. A lot of them and so uh then from the veteran side yeah you know, i stand with my brother uh Nathan Phillips and i hope all veterans will stand by his side and uh, at least acknowledging him as a veteran because we're the ones that made the opportunity for these catholic boys to go and do their demonstration but don't ever get in our path don't block us that's not uh-huh. a right Uh, You you took the wrong stance to do that, my boy. So I want that really brought out hard. And now I want to get into the indigenous a little bit from their perspective. Uh, There's so many beautiful indigenous people, but I was just, I had to laugh because I never saw this. I was watching one of these old Western movies, and there there was a confrontation of an Apache Indian Uh, saying to some Cheyenne Indians he said you know it takes two Cheyenne Indians to kill one Apache Indian (laughs) my point Uh. is they were were fighting amongst themselves before we even got there so don't lay everything on us yep So, and they still do that too they have some very wealthy uh, people that own the casinos and things and uh, they don't share with their brother and sisters that much As long as they have theirs, and that seems to be the way of these billionaires, too, uh, I'll get my private army, and I'll screw over whoever I have to screw over to keep making more, more, and more, and uh, the hell with everybody else. Well, that's all going to change. I have some strategies that can't be stopped. They're not ego-based. They've already started, and the money pipelines are going to be plugged up, and the transparency is going to continuously come back to where it needs to go to show just who they are and have them change their ways and be dealt with legally. But, uh, again, now that movie Red Cry uh, is done. The principal in the movie is a gentleman by the name of Chinupa Guhamani, he knows okay. who I am. He's the leader of the Strong Heart Warrior Organization, a global indigenous organization. I had introduced Chinooka Guhamani to my friend, Dr. Ed Maloney, down in Orlando, Florida. Again, his website is attractingabetterlife.com. And he actually stayed in Dr. Maloney's house for a period, and Dr. Maloney was impressed enough to say that I will write a book about you but before I write the book you have to tell me that you are being totally truthful and transparent with me Chinooka wasn't that's Mm. a very sad thing and that's again part of what happens when good people reach out to these people that are indigenous and because of what the government has done to them breaking every treaty uh, and look at what just happened recently with Standing Rock. This, again, they, the government thought it'd be easy just to put the pipeline the easiest way right through the reservation. So they had to protest and stuff, but because of the firepower and whatever, the government just did their thing. So uh, that's really disrespecting, and uh, here they, they have very little left, so let's just, anytime we need something, we'll just shove it right down their throats again. And that's, that, can, that pipeline may be uh, uh, moot in the future with new technologies now finally being looked at and developed. It's going to take away all the old stuff that we've been relying on, the coal, the gas, and uh, gasoline, and all that. It's going to be going out the window pretty soon. That's where all these fat cats, are, uh, uh, as they're being looked at more, it's going to change. So Dr. How Maloney wrote a book. We, uh, it's, it's available on Amazon. The book is uh-huh. titled A, A, Voice, A Voice in the Wilderness by Dr. Ed Maloney, M-O-L-O-N-E-Y. Initially, he was giving 100% of the profits from the sale of the book to Chinupa. And I personally gave Chinupa, on three different occasions, money that I didn't have, that I borrowed because of his being uh, telling me in the desperate state that he was in and trying to help others with the money or whatever, too. But God blesses me, and directly I got the the money back. Not quite all of it, but here, the last $300 I gave to him to get him to get to the U.N. to do a presentation with some other people, uh, he promised that he would do some artworks and give them to Dr. Maloney. I wasn't looking for anything except to give. He's quite a good artist, and... He never fulfilled his uh, promise. So here, uh, this is a mentality that a lot have and even when they had Standing Rock, when Jane Fonda went out there to try and be compassionate and cook for them or whatever, one of the elders said, let the crazy lady cook for us. We'll just enjoy it. And let her do her thing. So somewhere they have to take responsibility. But I really do appreciate uh, the wisdom that they have and that's the stories that these young people need to hear and this these young catholic boys really need to also look at all the veterans that have put their life on the line for the freedoms that they enjoy every day and that they don't appreciate Uh, let them go to see some of these veterans in the hospitals and get them out of the hospitals and take them out into nature and and fish with them and horseback ride with them or whatever they're able to do, or just to thank them. Have these Catholic boys go in the hospital and see how these people have had their body parts blown apart just to give them their freedom. So So this
2: show that you're doing here
10: really needs to get out to the whole world. So I thank you for doing that.
2: Well, I thank you for being on, and I've included links to uh, A Voice in the Wilderness, uh, to uh, Red uh, Cry, and also to a Focus Change with Dr. Ed, as you've been speaking. I've been making sure that those uh, links are up as well as to your Twitter account. Uh, What you seem to be saying is that each uh, group um, had responsibility uh, in uh, precipitating this uh, incident, and that if each group took the time uh, to be more aware of, you know, what the greater reality that everyone shares is, uh, that maybe something like this uh, would not have happened, and that it goes beyond this incident uh, into uh, our, our general interactions uh, with uh, each other, and you can't whitewash uh, any particular uh, one of the participating groups uh, because each of them, you know, contributed something to you know what became a a viral uh, and global uh, uh, ever-shifting uh, story uh, in the past few days.
10: Yes, and I also want to say it was a little close for Nathan Phillips to be in that face of that young Catholic boy at the same time. I don't think he should have gotten that close. That if he was in my personal space like that, I'd tell him to get the hell away from me before something happened. Uh, so, uh, But again, the, the Catholic boy, uh, he stated this is a quote. He said it was his right to step in the path. So that was totally wrong. So that precipitated it. But the whole thing that I want to bring to the point now is where is their personal responsibility based on what we're discussing here today for the future? Are they going to back off? Are they going to be solution-oriented with love from each of those type of organizations? Will they do that and be peaceful, or will they want to argue? Because Dr. Maloney told me that nobody ever wins an argument. He's 100% right. So right. that that's the teaching point of this whole thing. <laughs> Every day is a new life to a wise man. What are you going to do with your wisdom? You're going to fight and create another uh, problem. Or and we have the technologies. I keep telling people, you had Charlottesville. Why are you putting your body out in the public, where and you're stressing these police forces? And the police also need to uh, root out their own corruption. And I address some of that. Uh, but. The majority of people are good, and it just takes the old saying, uh, a rotten apple spoils a whole barrel. So let's get these rotten apples addressed with the transparency. The Internet is so beautiful, you can express your opinions on the Internet. you got these basement boys that play video games and hop on and give their opinion. uh, But you know what? Everything is monitored on the Internet. So you say the wrong thing, you're going to have people knocking on your door. So come on, go ahead and say it on the internet. You think you're so smart? No. <laughs> say the right yeah. things because I say the right things, and what I do, it's different than most people. I don't tell mm-hmm. stories. I I back it up wherever I can with facts. That's why that Wall Street Journal article back in 1983 so beautifully described how special interests and lobbyists have totally corrupted Washington. It was before Ross Perot talked about it back in the day. But due to apathy or people not knowing what to do or how to do it, that's why we're in the state we're now. I want to give you one other link, too, to put sure. up just so people can see. This is very interesting because this was all back in the SNL banking scandal. And the guy that I exposed in the Wall Street Journal article, Dr. Paul Science was banking at this bank it's called Riggs, r-i-g-g-s bank and that's where i really want to go all these money trails have to be followed because i can't to this day understand how trillions of dollars have disappeared and none of these banksters have been accountable so who if that gives you a good indication of who's manipulating right there I, found and I don't know how much time, time we have left. I want to cover to one other point, the uh, spirituality we around, globally.
2: We have around fifteen more minutes and uh I found a link to the article so I'll include that in the um in the uh um threads underneath uh the episode. Right. Now
10: again we have a shutdown with some egos on both sides. There's a very interesting YouTube. I'll like to give you this one. Well, it's on my website. This is very powerful. It's a very interesting YouTube. But If you go on YouTube and put ego, the ultimate chess game, if you just put that as one additional thing, too. Very well done piece uh, by a group of psychologists. So uh, if you're feeding your ego, you're going the wrong way. <laughs> now, we have all this controversy concerning a wall along the southern border. Uh-huh. Uh, and, you know, for years we never heard about it because these fat cats have brought in these uh, illegals to do their work as slaves for minimum wages and whatever until some of them got unionized and this and that, whatever. But uh, there's a lot that's being done in uh, terrorist type things that can be addressed with a wall or not because of the corruption. And okay. I cooperate with the authorities. They know who I am, uh, so <laughs> they, they don't give me feedback. But I'll give one example of something that I didn't get feedback on. I had a guy uh, a number of years back that thought he was a real smart guy. Uh, he's import-export-trade-forwarder type of business. And he said to me, you know, I got a contact at the L.A. ports all I have to do is give them a seal number for a container, it'll never be opened. So, <laughs> this is the kind of stuff, these are our own people. So, if you're that corrupt and you're that greedy and you're bringing in stuff, how, how do you, our, our authorities, the true people that love this country, putting their lives on the line for the rest of us, all these agencies, they can weed out their own, but we've got to help them if they get more transparent. Uh, with us and and that's why I support the police but I don't support Gestapo police or corrupt police and I've had to deal with some of that and I push back and I'm still here talking to you I was arrested from my bed at one point I've never been arrested for anything in my life that's all being covered up that's okay, I know who I am but I was set up by a corrupt police sergeant who's now dead that's the kind of spirituality I'm talking about. If you have a, a rock-solid faith in God and you let go and let God handle things when you can't, that's where the miracles happen. So if you're going out with from your heart the miracle of love, that's where you should be resonating. Bring it into your heart, into your family, into the community. Gather together with respect for one another and listen to each other with compassion and empathy. And instead of arguing Bring forth the best solutions for everyone, and the person you may have been arguing with might see a whole new viewpoint and agree with you. That's where we have to go. Uh, But it's up to each person. All I can do is tell people, I can't control anybody. You control yourself. Or if you're letting somebody else control you, look out. They're waiting. They can't. People are such silly people sometimes. They don't even know what they're doing. There's people volunteering to have computer chips implanted in them. If you don't know enough about computer chips, there's backdoors on all this technology. So, right. <laughs> you're going to be somebody else's robot. Is that what you want?:
2: Now, and the, the messages should... that you're sharing tonight, synchronistically, have been coming out of the mouths of many uh, guests, including the segment, uh, the preceded yours tonight. And uh, uh, so the universe uh, is communicating this uh, through many people. Um, and that is uh, very powerful, and it's very uh, spiritual. And uh, it seems that um, the, the message that we do have to operate from love, uh, and that uh, we have to operate from like a higher frequency and be compassionate, uh, that is coming through so many different uh, mouths that uh, it's like the universe really wants us to be heard, or God, or the gods, or angels, whatever way you want to look at the, the ultimate. Uh, But that is being communicated uh, a lot, and thank you for communicating that as well because uh, I believe that that's a message that everyone needs uh, to hear.
10: Well, again, we really have to hurry up and slow down. That's an old military expression, but I'd like to put out simple things just to awaken people, and I'll give this one, too, as a choice. If immediately you had to choose to be this which would you choose, an embittered paraplegic billionaire or a healthy, happy person with all your basic needs of that? Now, some fools might jump right on the billionaire, but I think they'd regret that choice uh, very quickly after a couple of days, especially if they had a nasty nurse. <laughs> um,
2: Onassis said that years ago, too, uh, Aristotle Onassis, that he would give up all his vast uh, wealth to be a, uh, a healthy laborer.
10: There you go, so, and that's what it comes down to. These people in all their mansions that have, they have to have all these servants, and I, I, I had to almost have a belly laugh years ago. I read an article about a billionaire over in Germany that he lost half his fortune. All he had was $500 million left, so he figured he'd commit suicide, because I guess he couldn't go to the type of social clubs that he went to or whatever, but the old boy networks are finished, so uh you think you have the upper hand you think you have the control but god's in control and that's where people have to pray in the right way i don't agree with a lot of the things president trump is doing and again related to the wall there's an old yardbird song over under sideways down maybe you can put that
0: as a, a
10: link but I'll, I'll uh for it. <laughs> <laughs> in any event uh It's the corruption that's the most important, because there's communities right on the border that said we don't have any problem. All the people know one another, and on the other side of the border is uh, families and stuff. So uh, even trade wars. Trade wars are all about control and corruption. So that has to stop, too, and the strategies I have will do that, but— Uh, People aren't ready for them, and I don't care. I'm just here, I say laughingly, but it's true. I'm changing the world from my dining room table. It's a choice that I made when I became awakened to who I was, and I pinch myself once in a while to say, is that really me? (laughs) When I look back over all the wild stuff I had in my life, even at one point back in the 80s, too, I was falsely accused of being involved in the assassination plot against President Reagan, yet I have a poem in his library. (laughs) And the poem I have is so powerful, it really sums up what life should be all about. It's on a blog, creativity. 777.com I dedicated a poem to my wife who was a total earth angel to me for 35 and a half years and that's why I support women and indigenous people globally in all my work in memory of her because she truly taught me the lesson of unconditional love the poem is titled Caring Sharing it's only three lines long it reads if you dare to care then share if you share pay heed God will reward every good deed. And that poem is discussed as a weapon against terrorism. Maya Angelou even commented on my poem. And if you really think about the poem yourself, it will force you eventually to take an action to help someone less fortunate than yourself. When you do that, you're actually being a blessing back to yourself. And Jesus gave two basic things that a lot of people say, oh, Jesus, let me get away from this. But the indigenous spirit understand this Jesus always said put God first secondly love your neighbors yourself has nothing to do with religion everything to do with spirituality
2: very well said very powerfully uh, uh, said and uh, well worth uh, contemplating Um, you are a synchromystic and I can see now that I know what that uh, term means and uh, it was an eye opening thing to, to learn of that term so thank you for that as well Uh, and uh, it it is something that is very well applied to you. Um, How did you come upon that uh, particular um, title?
10: Well, that was selected by a a, a show that's on YouTube that I was interviewed, and the host of that show, uh, Randy Morgan, picked a title for that. And the second half of that is actually Dr. Maloney, and I'll just, as I finish up with you too, give a little more insight to this true American hero. He's a very humble man. But uh, Dr. Maloney, at age 13, was national martial arts champion. He's a former Special Ops Green Beret captain from the Vietnam War who did the suicide missions that not too many people came back from. Uh, his father was a New York federal judge, and I mentioned Dr. Maloney's three doctorates. and He paid for those three doctorates with his own rock and roll band. He had a contract with Columbia Records toured the world, and he actually performed at Woodstock. I got him to admit that in the interview where he does the second half of the interview on Hugh Wilson's synchronistic encounters. It would be eye-opening for people to listen to that interview too.
2: Okay, I, I we will get that on there. If I missed anything when uh, when you were Mr. Well, I have pretty care. much everything
10: on that big website, rooting out corruption. That. We believe yes. come com, as archived radio shows. One last thing just to awaken people too, because again, I'm not afraid of the boogeyman and related to walls with all this stuff. Let, OK, so we get the wall up there. You know, And this was one of the astronauts. President Trump wants a space force, and the astronauts said, "No, no, let, let's tamp this down. What are we in war about all the time? Because what I'd like to see. The hell with the southern border? We got the whole planet in chaos. Let's build a wall around the earth so all these crazy extraterrestrials will stop coming here and interfering with us.
2: It's interesting that you should uh, say that. Uh, one of the things I've started recently is a disclosure network type of activity here in my local community. Uh, right. Because like you said you know what, what is a fact what is a, a story we used to know the difference but it seems like we're losing track of you know what is objective uh, truth and what is uh, subjective uh, truth and what i find happening is that people are reacting to the stories that they want to hear right and we have all these algorithms now that can identify what type of things you're interested in hearing and then give you as much of that as you care to participate in. And somehow we've lost uh, track of truth. Well, And that's where
10: they immediately go into judgment. And that's when they want to start an argument to, prove that they're right and you're wrong and there again nobody ever wins an argument so again this show should be listened to over and over again there's a lot that you covered and I covered in this that really brings it back to what is your personal responsibility what are you doing here on the planet and I want to say we may not know what our mission is that we do agree to a mission before we come here and I'll put it in a simple example when I first got out of the Air Force I went and stayed with my grandmother in a rent-controlled apartment in the Upper West Side of Manhattan. They didn't have washer and dryers in the building in those days. I went and did my laundry at a local laundromat. As I was leaving, I noticed a little old lady coming. I held the door open for her and wished her a good morning. And she burst into tears, and it felt as if a knife went right in my gut. I felt so horrible. I said, you know, I'm so sorry that I offend you somehow. And she said, no, nobody had been so kind to her. If that was my whole mission in life, I accomplished it beautifully. It doesn't have to be anything grandiose, but God knows your heart. You're not going to fool God, and that's the other thing people don't realize. You're going to go back and be accountable when you go back into the spirit for everything you did here. So maybe he did some horrible things, but even the murderer on the cross next to Jesus asked, for forgiveness, and Jesus forgave him. So, uh, don't be manipulated. And Jesus also let doubting Thomas put his uh-huh. hands in his wounds when he resurrected. So, Jesus doesn't mind if you're investigating, but if, and Jesus is teaching you. <laughs> so, open up. I I ask Jesus Christ to be my business partner. That makes it very interesting. It makes me a unlimited well of creativity as well as a creative intelligent force. And those that have fooled with me in the past, some have died. I didn't ask for that to happen. That's the karma they took on when they fooled with me. So I'm ready to die. But I'm hoping to see a lot of things manifest, but they don't have to manifest. All I know is that if I'm doing God's will and bringing more love and peace into the world, if I'm just planting seeds, I'm happy with that. My basic needs are met. I'm in gratitude every day uh, that I have another day to be a blessing to people.
2: And on that positive note, uh, I was just informed by my dashboard that we have a minute left. So uh, would you care to share how people can uh, get in touch with you, learn more about you, and get involved in all the uh, awesome things you're doing?
10: Well, I would just give those three words. I think you have it on the page, but just Google three words. My last name, Trolson T like Tom, R-A-U-L-S-E-N like Nancy, the word and, A-M-D and then Trump, T-R-U-M-P. You'll find all different pages on that big website that's being updated with more and more things. On the spirituality and multi-dimension page, there's actually from the church I was married in a website that has miraculous photos One captures the face of the devil. That really spooks a lot of people. I love it because there's more dimensions than what we're aware of. And we're all energy. Everything you see that's solid around you is not uh, Energy. energy. If you put your hand under a very powerful microscope, you'll see it's not solid. I learned that from my friend, Dr. Maloney too. He's, got A lot of wisdom, and he's got his radio show based on the law of attraction that is archived as your shows on. So, start learning, start uh, not being dictated to what you should know, but uh, learn what you have to know to survive. But beyond that, learn what you can do to empower yourself. And as you empower yourself in the right way, be a blessing to others. That'll make you more and more powerful. Thank and the you. Gurus, Get off the mountains, guru. Stop they're, they're selling gonna, the books and CDs.
2: Start being they're going a blessing. they cut us off now, Hugh. <laughs> they might have already cut us off. So um, right. we will continue this conversation. Definitely thanks for being on. And uh, I will contact you in the next couple of days, and we'll schedule a couple of more uh, times for you to be on.
10: All right. And just if you can tell everybody wherever you can, put it out to the media. This is something that needs to be addressed with, with all this going viral globally.
2: Okay. Take good care, Cheryl. Thank you. you.
1: Take care now. Bye-bye. Olympian blessings to all who have joined us on our adventure. Now, go forth and create a better world. One filled with light and love. On behalf of the pride of Olympus and her crew, may your journeys be joyous.